Hello Cancer, welcome to your Aquarius season month ahead audio horoscope. My name is Renee, I'm the host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm a somatic educator and intuitive and an astrologer. When you listen to the language that I have to offer, please listen for what works for you and feel free to leave the rest. Listen with your own intuition turned on and make the meaning that's most relevant for you. 12 zodiac signs and billions of people on the planet. So horoscopes are a general art and a creative suggestion to your intuition. Okay, Aquarius season. Well, first of all, the energy that's coming in in Aquarius season is very much the energy of the entire year. And the entire year's energy started back on December 21st. So if you haven't yet listened to your Capricorn season horoscope, or if you want a refresher, maybe check in there too. Because these are themes that are bringing us through the first several months of the year, and as I said, the year in its entirety. So with Aquarius season, the sun's entry into this sign, um, as well as Mercury's upcoming retrograde in Aquarius and Venus coming into Aquarius, we've got a ton of stuff going on in Aquarius and these Aquarian themes of 2021 are popping. What's Aquarian for you? Well, you know, one thing I've been thinking about kind of uh, meditating on in your chart in the cancer solar chart is the place that Aquarius holds for you has a lot to do with rituals and these are rituals of engagement the way that you come together with people and what happens in the comings together um, human beings are social beings we um, you know are uh, familial tribal communal beings we really need each other and in order for there to be cohesion within any group um, rituals uh, are formed and rituals could be you know Sunday afternoon football it could be uh, breakfast in bed on Wednesdays it could be um, we all go to church you know there are tons of rituals that people come up with and these are what the fabric is of the relationship and so it feels like you are in a place where you are really rethinking your rituals. And this, I think, in large part has to do with a desire for you to move into a new kind of relational and community experience, uh, maybe expand into some new friend spaces or professional spaces or social spaces, or to simply like feel your world open up. And so rituals that may have been feeling confining for a while, like, geez, I'm really sick of watching football every Sunday. I think I want to do something else. Um, now need to change and you need to shift them. And in fact, you've been shifting them for a while. This is kind of old news. The new news is that you are now thinking about new rituals. So you're in this space of transformation, it feels like, with your rituals and the rituals of engagement. And the rituals of engagement are loaded with psychological material, right? Like the way that we come together, especially if we've been coming together over time and sharing our energy in certain ways, or if there's a new coming together, a new you know, relationship or, or something forming, then oftentimes there are protocols. You know, there are like certain rituals around how a new 
contact might get set up. So for example, in like a business partnership, you know, there might be some kind of protocol around, okay, we're going to have these initial meetings and we're going to get this contract. And, and so when everybody plays their part in a thing, um, then there can be trust, then a bond can get formed, then there can be intimacy. And it feels like you're kind of in this state of active repatterning where maybe you feel the strength of your rituals. You know, you feel the strength of the ways that you form intimacy, the ways that you move towards trust, the ways that you hold space for whatever. You feel the ways that you've done that before and something is pushing on you to change them now. And so how do you change them? What is the shift that you have to make? The shift is a psychological shift. The shift, you know, first of all, is a psychological shift for you. Like, how do you actively pattern, actively repattern? Especially, you know, if your rituals give you a feeling of safety or continuity or like you just take them for granted and you're like, but this is what we do. How do you repattern that? How do you open to something that's new? And then once you're open to something that's new, how do you build a ritual around it so that whatever it is can be cohesive? Because there's a reason to have the rituals, right? There's a cohesion. There's a bond. Cancers really like to bond. You want to bond, but you want to bond in a new way or new ways. So Aquarius season pushes this issue. It comes in full force the first 11 days of Aquarius season. And as I was saying, this isn't like new energy. It's coming. I mean, you're, you're on the, you know, whatever end this is of like a decade now of trying to transform your relationships. Every single cancer horoscope I read, it's like relationships, relationships. Last month, I was like, okay, you're breaking into new territory. And you are. You definitely are because you've disrupted a lot of ideas about what you want and don't want. Now you're getting into the subtle stuff. Now you're getting into the subtle repatterning. And this is really where the change happens. You know, you can't just default on your, you, you know, you have this like mental consciousness that's shifted. Now you have to shift in every fiber of your being. So in the first 11, 12 days of Aquarius season, it feels like you're kind of getting pummeled with these like impetuses, uh, stimulations for change. You might be being pummeled by yourself, you know, where you're like, I gotta fucking change, like waking up feeling antsy and uncomfortable and uncertain or fatigued or, you know, a little spaced out. Like a lot of times when we are reaching into pretty profound change, like we might feel really spaced out because our body mind intelligence is like, I need to integrate, you know? So if you're feeling a little out of sorts, or if you're feeling a lot of energy, if you're feeling a lot of like, I don't know what's happening, just try and breathe, like ride the wave. Um, there is a full moon on the 28th of January, and that's a full moon for you to check in with, what I'm going to just call your self-esteem and your self-worth um, and honor it as you build new rituals. It can be easy, I think, to, I don't know, try and appease certain ideas that come from conditioned voices in your head or default again to the old way or I don't know. 
Um, can you just really love yourself at this full moon? Can you really love yourself? Can you tell yourself that you're a valuable person, that you're a worthy person, that you deserve love? Um, can you love your heart? That would be a great, <laughs> a great meditation for this full moon is just to love your heart. Two days after that, on the 30th of January, Mercury stations retrograde. It travels retrograde through February 21st. It ends its shadow phase on March 2nd. So all of February, you are working with Mercury retrograde in this part of your chart that is trying to actively repattern these ritual spaces, your intimacy spaces, your vulnerability spaces, your protocol spaces, like you are, you're kind of in this, it feels like you're like, it, you know, have you ever done one of those trust walks where um, somebody blindfolds you and then they like take you on a walk through the park and make you touch a tree and you have to just be in your senses and be like, oh my gosh, like where's my next step? It kind of feels like you're doing something like that. That's the feeling I get in your chart. The feeling that I have is you, like you're sensing and all of your senses are starting to peak and you're kind of awash in a lot of sensations and you're trying to figure out what to do with them. And so in the Mercury retrograde, you have to really tune in. You have to really tune into your senses. You have to really tune into your desires. You have to really tune in to what is being asked of you from other people, especially when it feels like, oh, I could just slide right into this groove. I could just slide right into this habit, into this way of doing things, of sharing space and time and energy, because this is how I do it. This is what they want. You know, this is how we do it. If you notice yourself doing that, notice it. You know, just notice it. That's a great use of Mercury retrograde is to reflect, you know, to research, be like, what am I doing? Especially for you in this Mercury retrograde, I would really recommend not making big agreements with people at this time. It's kind of like common advice for a Mercury retrograde. I don't always tend to agree with all the advice at a Mercury retrograde. Like I think you can live your life with a reflective quality, like maybe with more of a heightened emphasis on being a reflective, you know, not rushing forwards with things, not thinking that you know the answer. Like this is a time to um, be tuned in, to notice that you don't know everything, you know, to let things kind of shift and change and um, yeah, reflect, remain with some things, remember some things. So Mercury retrograde, all of February, you know, move slowly. Notice when you're defaulting into your like normal, unexamined ways of being with people. You do this all the time, right? Everybody does this all the time. I'm not saying like you have to do this 100% of the time because you wouldn't be functional. We have to just have the ways that we are with people, you know, but notice you know, and especially notice with friends, especially notice with um, your kind of social experience, whatever kind of social experience you can have these days, whether that's on the internet or with your pod, you know, or like someone six feet apart from you, like how are, how are you showing up in those spaces? Are you showing up in a way that is 
habitual and patterned? Are you showing up in a way that's kind of like defaulting on preconceived notions of who you are and who they are and what everybody wants? Can you show up with curiosity and not knowing what to do? Can you show up and not know what to do? And can you just be in that space of not knowing what to do and be receptive, you know, and keep your heart open? And so this kind of brings me back to that full moon energy where it's like, can you just love your heart? Can you just love your heart and be in a space of change and maybe not totally know how to love? You know, you can, you can love you and maybe you don't know how to love other people all the time. That's okay. And so this act of repatterning is definitely in spaces of intimacy, definitely in spaces of trust slash mistrust. If there's somebody that's close enough to you that you're dealing with issues of trust, this is the place where you want to be doing this repatterning. This is the place where you want to be in an active open space, where you are curious, where you are tuned into your senses, where you are loving your heart, and where you could just be there and not know. And when you feel yourself doing the thing that you do in spaces of trust or mistrust or intimacy or vulnerability or sharing or privacy or like getting closer with people or not, whatever, like notice what you do, like notice the pattern because you are ready to break through into something else. And the something else might be an incredibly subtle shift, but you can try right now making a very subtle shift in the weight that you're putting down on the ground. You know, if you're standing, just like very subtly push one part of your foot down more than the other part. Or if you're sitting, do it with your butt. And feel that that really subtle shift actually has a ripple that moves through your whole body. So you might not be in a place right now where you're making huge cataclysmic changes in your relationships. You're actually doing this fine-tuning, subtle work. And the more love you can bring into that space, the more successful that work is. And love is the name of the game with all of these planets in Aquarius. And circulating love is the name of the game with Aquarius. We have to breathe into the heart. We have to feel the power of the heart to circulate energy into the whole body. This is the Aquarian physiology in the body. It rules your circulation. It is always in contact with your heart. Be in your heart, be in your heart, be in your heart, be in your heart, not in your habit. The new moon on February 11th is an excellent time to tune into your deep heart to tune into the part of you that nobody really sees except for you. And you know that part of you. Maybe some of your oldest friends in the world, your, your deepest loves, like maybe they've seen a glimpse of this part of you, but I'm talking about your, you know, your, your deep, deep private space, you. In that new moon, really good time to tune in to this part of you that is tender, that's vulnerable, that doesn't know, that might feel in the dark, that might feel scared that might feel deeply uncomfortable. And again, just love you there. Just love you there. And if you find that around the new moon, you're working out sticky things in relationships, or you're in a place where there's some kind of issue that needs to get worked out, this is really a place that you can go both for solace and, and regeneration, but also for information. It can help you get the information that you need to work out whatever the situation might be if you happen to find yourself in a situation. By the end of uh, Aquarius season, by the end of February or so, there's something that is starting to form. 
and it feels like it's a kind of new ritual. I don't know what this ritual is going to be about for you. Again, it might be a ritual that you have with yourself, a ritual of engagement, a ritual of openness and receptivity, a ritual of boundary. Um, it could be rituals that you have with others. It could be that you have a new friend, you know, and it's like, oh, now we're meeting on Fridays to walk our dogs. And we've done it for enough weeks now that we're starting to sink into a rhythm together. And this is our new ritual. And now that we do this every Friday, we're actually going to deepen our relationship. You know, we're actually going to start building trust. We're actually going to build that bond, which is the thing cancer likes to do, right? So you want to open up your field of relationships. You want to open up to new possibilities. You want to build some new rituals to help you open it into that space. And it feels like by the end of Aquarius season, you've worked through something and something has been worked through that allows you to begin that building. Um, I do want to say that this entire year is a year of experimenting. So don't get attached to any structure or form. Feel how things feel. Notice when you build a ritual really fast and then you become dependent upon it or you build it into like a form that then you're not going to change. This is a year to just keep things kind of flexible and keep doing this work around like how do you build these pathways? How do you build these containers? What do you bring into them? You want to do things new. You want to do things in a different way and that's going to require subtle shifting and that subtle shifting has profound effect. Okay, so I talk so much about this in a lot of different kinds of ways in your year ahead report for 2021 and you can find uh, year ahead reports for every sign on my website and they're available by sliding scale. If I didn't say it already, check in with the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. They both have different information that are relevant to your identity. Um, if you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you're interested in learning astrology, I love to hold space for people who are learning astrology. I think it's just such a valuable tool. It's so fun and it's so helpful for planning and getting context in our lives. I've got a couple of workshops on my website right now. One's called Be Like a Mountain. It's a two hour workshop that's mostly a somatic exploration of some of the strongest themes, especially in this early part of the year. Um, I have another workshop called Pivot, Shift, Transform, and that's a three-part workshop that teaches the basics of chart reading in application to the astrology of this year and gives you a lot of tools for uh, planning. In my 2021 year ahead calendar, there's also tons of worksheets and tools, um, lots of support for you to learn and practice and embody astrology. Subscribers get discounts on everything that I offer. You can subscribe by donation at any amount you can afford. You can get more information on everything at embodiedastrology.com. Follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular astro musings and lots of love. I wish you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Bye for now.